Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. I had a leaky faucet in the bathroom that's been like, it's been getting progressively worse. Like if I just tweak the handle just right, mm-hmm. it wouldn't drip too much. And then I came home Friday evening and it was really, really dripping. I was like, well, this is going to cost money. <laughs> so I went to turn off underneath the sink in the bathroom, the little knobby thing. And oh, no. <laughs> I touched it. So my weekend was mostly plumbing. I did it myself and uh, and waiting on things and cleaning things up. So I didn't get as much done on the Otterly Allison <laughs> collateral. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Hallmark cards. <laughs> So, so maybe we should start there. I think uh, if, if we start off the podcast, and I'll probably edit out a little bit, but we should probably provide people with um, first where the heck this name came from. I put it. I put in our worksheet or our session sheet. The Otterly Allison. Yeah, the Otterly Allison podcast with Allison and Justin, and I did <laughs> A before J, so I'm just keeping it alphabetical. Um, and tagline with who knows what we'll talk about next. <laughs> Oh. I mean, it's true though. There's no talent. <laughs> I also love that we both wear black <laughs> without planning. Well, yeah, is this black? Yeah, I guess it's blackish. Yep. Well, it looks black. This I chose my... not to wear my my advertising shirt because I was like, oh, we've got crossfuse. <laughs> well, that's I wanted this to be about yeah, I, I wanted this to be cold. about us instead of crossfuse or you can't or... see it on my screen, so that's why I didn't mind. Gotcha. <laughs> you know. So I'll introduce myself, I guess. Okay. Or let's have a, let's, Allison, why don't you introduce yourself, um, okay. since you're the smart one in this conversation, and then I'll introduce myself, accurate. and then we could talk about what the heck this is. <laughs> what all do you want me to What'd you say? It was a cold day in December. I was born. Is that what I'm talking about? <laughs> sure. <laughs> or like your technical background, maybe? Maybe not just service now, but like I can do the same. Like an sure. elevator speech of how you got to where you are today. Okay. So. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. <laughs> yes. I should introduce Allison as saying, this is Allison and she's going to be on the podcast and she's a certified master architect and really, really smart about service now. And now I'll let her introduce herself. Well, now you piped it up. You stole all my thunder. Um, so my name is Allison Shirey. I have been in the ServiceNow world for about 12 years, 13 almost. Um, before that, I actually started at an airline help desk and learned very quickly that people are not very nice to service desk people. Um, I then went to work in a knock. So I worked at a network operations center for a tribal casino in Oklahoma, where I monitored nine different casinos activities. I learned a lot about casinos and I used to love when people were like, I wish they'd turn the jackpots on. And I'd be like, we'll get right on that. <laughs> uh, you know, cause, and to quote, get right on that Rose. Um, So after that, I went actually to another help desk for an oil and gas, well, a drilling company. 
in Tulsa and I was our encryption administrator and we were getting service now and they were like, Hey, we want you to own this. And I was like, am I doing a bad job at the other thing? <laughs> they were like, no, we just think this other guy will be better suited for it. I said, so I'm doing a bad job. <laughs> and they were like, no, you're just not nerdy enough for encryption. And they weren't wrong. So I started out just as a dev and back then everything had to be coded. And so I didn't know how to code at all other than HTML from MySpace. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> and yeah, so I just kind of went from there and I am someone who I don't need someone telling me I need to do things like I'm very much about owning it. Like when I did CMA, the company I worked for, my former boss there was like all about it. And so I just did it on my own and they were just not as excited about it as I was. And I was in the second pilot group for CMA. So it was very interesting. And yeah, so I, I've done about every role. My favorite was being an architect. Not that I don't love my job now, <laughs> but getting to be an architect where they give you these crazy problems and you solution it and then let smarter people build it like the best place. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I, um, I have a, a similar background story. I don't think I've ever shared mine before. I, well, yeah, I did on another, another, uh, event or podcast that was on a streaming event or whatever, but um, so my background was, is healthcare IT. So I started off in a health system and um, quickly started doing some web programming for the pharmacy um, around calculating dosages for medications for patients and uh, got, got snagged up into that kind of a role in supporting the EMR or electronic medical record. And my director pulled me aside and said, Hey, I can't, I can't promote you any further until you go to college. I hadn't gone to college. I, I was just a really? high school graduate. Yeah. Oh. So I uh, went and did a uh, community college and then a university while I was working. And then as soon as I got done, I got actually into the real IT department. And that's probably where I got most of my relevant experience. I guess relevant technical experience so that when I get on with an architect like yourself or somebody who's talking about discovery and all that stuff, um, I sound a little bit like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then um, that kind of evolved into IT service management. Same thing as you, it sounds like. I got handed um, Heat, H-E-A-T. I don't know if you remember that one, Front Ranges Heat product. They're like, we want you to upgrade this uh, to something else. So we got consultants in to do find a new product. and. Um, settled on a non-service now product, which I won't pimp that brand because uh, <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, but it got us through until we were ready for something like world-class, I guess I would call yeah. it service now, like more enterprise friendly. Yeah. Um, and that's how I got wrapped up in the service now. And then the company I worked for got acquired and my role was duplicate of another role that was at corporate. So I ended up finding something else and I came on to the consultancy side and uh, been a solution consultant for three and a half, almost three and a half years. So, you hadn't done this before. You're nope. so good at it. Nope, nope. I was all new. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. It's, it's, speaking of backgrounds, and you probably can relate to this coming from your help desk and knock and stuff like that. Is there's things in your career that kind of set you up for being in that you know whatever role it is you're taking on. So for me, as an architect, which I was like a technical or like a general architect, I guess, not yeah. service now architect. 
is that you have to meet with the business. You have to listen to what kind of problems they're going to solve. You have to find them some technical solution or encourage them to go one way. So you develop, or I develop the skill of just talking and presenting and training and educating. And when you roll out something to replace a ticketing system, you have to get everybody to buy into it. So that fit really well with a solution consulting personality. That's very true. Yeah. Well, I've hopped back and forth from consulting to customer a couple times because I'll get burnout on utilization. <clears throat> and so I'll go back to a customer and then I'll get burnout that customers won't invest in a ServiceNow team and expect me to be able to do everything, which I always have been able to. But then I'm like, right, but what if I go on vacation and something happens or there needs to be someone to bounce ideas off of? So I, I've flipped back and forth a couple of times and always flipped back to oil and gas when I was on the customer side, but then would always come back to consulting because <laughs> I get to light the match and walk away. And <laughs> Literally, depending that, on the that's customer, a bad thing with oil and gas. <laughs> it is, but... I I spent um, 18 years in healthcare before I finally flipped. Oh, wow. uh, so if that's my flipping cycle, I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've got 14 more years to go, I guess. But... Oh, no, I'd probably leave your boss. So. <laughs> <laughs> my boss uh, may or may not be related to Allison. They're not related. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be good. <laughs> we should probably no. clear up on episode zero or one or whatever this will be. Justin tends to say certain things that, when in retrospect, I think about how they come out, <laughs> may not be the best choice of words. Well, it's better than bears and otters, apparently. Yes, I still need to dig up that. I need to go through it. So, okay, so also for reference, we did a practice run, and Allison and I talked yeah. about nothing that we were supposed to do. <laughs> and then, well, this is a great segue, actually, but we did end up talking about oh. bears and otters and owls and other various mammals. I guess they're mammals. Spirit animals. Owl's not a mammal. Spirit animals. Okay, yes. So tell us about how we got at least the otter part, Allison, of otterly owls on. This is going to be really hard to pronounce. <laughs> so I used to work for a Native American casino, and they had their HR system was the totem system, and it stood for like something that were transformational. Anyway. I got very excited. It was like, I get to like pick an animal. And I was also working nights at the time. So balance that with what we're talking about. And I was like, I will find my own totem spirit animal. That's this assignment. So I took quizzes online. I took, I did research and I am an otter. Like to my core, I told everyone I worked with, which they were all like, you've been here all night. Okay. And I found out that we had very distinct animals we could choose from we didn't get to pick our own but to this day my former co-workers still call me the otter just because i was so passionate about being an otter on this totem scale <laughs> that didn't exist very nice and i believe yeah. in our video we did a, the dolly too you did something with an otter right uh a honey badger because oh, honey badger. one of my teams i manage are the honey badgers because we pick fun names. All right. So then that led to, well, of course, what's Justin's spirit yep. animal? And you thought it was a bear because I have bears that I post online of when I'm running or walking the <laughs> All dog. All the time. You yes. could have been a turkey. Or turkey. Yeah, turkeys are so funny when they run. Have you seen them run? <laughs> I'll, put a, I'll put a running turkey in the video <laughs> version of this. 
Um, essentially, if you're if you're looking at the video, their head goes way out in front, and then their body catches up. It's really really like funny. a cartoon. Yes, like but it's really exaggerated. You're just like now. There's a guy on YouTube that explains. I think he uses a chicken. That that's that's how their eyes work. So because they're running so fast that it keeps their eyes and the landscape so that they can see everything while they're running and it doesn't move as fast. I don't know. Is it like when ballerinas twirl, they find their spot. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Smarter Every Day is the name of the, the show on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I'll link to that too. I'll provide a link to the explainer there. Actually, it's a really interesting video because he takes the chicken and the chicken, he, he moves the body, but the head stays perfectly still. So you can, you can move the entire body of the chicken. And that's what's going on with the turkeys, is it? Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, I diverged. So you took your quiz. Yes, I took my quiz yes. in like what two minutes make, make, while yeah. we were talking, and mine came back as an owl. Yeah. So that's my spirit animal, apparently. Which I do have a fascination with owls in the neighborhood. I, I, I've never seen one, but I mean, you'd be a Ravenclaw probably, but that's a raven, not an owl. Is that a Harry Potter oh, reference? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've taken one of those. First episode, too. Harry Potter. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so so then, this is the part that amazes me. In all of my <laughs> brilliance, I went to chat GPT and was like, I need podcast names for Allison and Justin and for... I like running and Allison likes reality shows. And I'm just <laughs> plugging in all this stuff that could possibly come up in a conversation. And I think I got like 50 possible titles yes. right and in our practice run we didn't like any of them <laughs> they were weird and then i'll let you continue the story you were doing something and came up with yeah. me so i went to target to get valentine's cards for my son my stepdaughter uh my best friend that lives in boston and i was looking and i love puns and there was one that said you're utterly amazing I was like, oh my god. And it was two otters holding hands because they hold hands when they sleep so they don't float away because they're adorable. <laughs> and I was like, oh, otterly owl son. <laughs> it's perfect. It's punny and makes no sense about anything we'll talk about. <laughs> and it, it, well, it's got a, like a, uh, what do I want to say? It references being utterly awesome, I think, yeah. right? It does, yeah. So we're, we're quite confident that everyone's <laughs> going to subscribe and enjoy this podcast in all its forms um, by calling it utterly awesome. But we're, we're I'll just say, with the, who knows where this will end up, but the original, <laughs> the original kind of thought from Allison and I was we'd, we'd do a ServiceNow-ish tech show of talking about recent topics or stuff that we learned and stuff like that. And that in itself should be utterly awesome. I'm never going to say this right. <laughs> You'll get it eventually. <laughs> I, like, I like it though. Um, and then you tagline it. So I immediately went to ChatGPT to yeah. find taglines. And Allison um, outwitted ChatGPT again. <laughs> Which will lead to our next podcast of why it's not necessarily the best thing out there. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Okay, I got to look at my screen. My session notes. Who knows what we'll talk about next? <laughs> and I, I'm thinking too, can we do a play on who for the owl? Ooh, ooh, that's pretty <laughs> and that's my dog. Uh -oh. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. Dude, I'm going to have to edit you out. 
fine. <laughs> she just wants to make a guest of me. So you does not want anybody else in the driveway at all. Exactly. Cat, UPS man, FedEx lady, doesn't matter who it is. Leaves. <laughs> oh gosh. You, you, you don't know, yeah. Leaves. Riley's scared of, like there was a, I was making her eggs for her breakfast because that's what we do in our house. Wait for the And dog? I dropped, you have no idea how spoiled our dog is. So I was making <laughs> eggs. <laughs> And I dropped the little thing that I was using to make the eggs. And she freaked out. So I'm like, okay, I've got to let her like lick it to make sure she knows it's not bad. <laughs> she was like trying to attack it, but she's scared of it. So it was like a trying to attack, but being scared. So I finally just, like, sat it on the floor. Yeah. yeah. So I finally just like sat it on the floor. It was like, it's got cheese on it. Got egg on it. Had nothing to do with it. <laughs> So, okay, this is going to be a really bizarre question, but I'm going through some <laughs> flatulence issues with the dog at the moment. Does does she have egg farts? No. Oh. <laughs> eggs. So eggs are actually very good for the dog and even raw eggs. So normally we just, I beat up some raw eggs and pour them over her food. They're good for their coat. Oh, gross. No, they have a different digestive system than us. And so I know, they I've had can my dog like, raw meat once. It. Yeah, it was gross. Oh, I don't, we don't do raw meat, but... Raw eggs, she loves it. And, like, she won't do it when David does it. But I'm like, aren't you so egg-sided for your meal? <laughs> and, like, I get her pumped up for it. And then I'll be like, he's like he'll walk in and be like, what are you doing? It's like, we're talking about our cheesy jokes. <laughs> he's oh just like, god. oh my god, Alice. <laughs> okay, do you beat the eggs before you pour them over the food? The raw ones, yes. The others, I just scramble them and... But when we get nature seasoning, so there's a little bit of flavor. You know, this is going to set the internet on fire. If, you know, <laughs> people are going to be commenting. Actually, do comment on the podcast or on YouTube or whatever. Leave us a note. Do you put eggs on your dog's food? <laughs> you can apparently give them the shells, but I won't do that. That just seems... I mean, that would make yeah. sense if it was, like, sitting in a tree and they, you know... My dog ain't gonna go in a tree and eat an egg. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to picture her now even looking at a bird without freaking out. I, I guess the egg could fall out and then, and then they'd have no choice but to eat the shell and the, 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 the guts or whatever. You're talking about like a mess. My dog still would be like, no. Okay, no. yeah. And we only, like, we only really knew about it because we have a fabulous dog sitter who came and like was doing that and she's like Riley ate everything and I was like I'm like on Google like can you feed a dog raw and it was like yes it's great for them it's good for their coat and I'm like who knew but eggs are now like $400 so oh there's that you know. yeah well next week I will let you know how this goes because I've got a bowl of food that's been sitting there this is like like regular dog food for like a week she won't touch it she's only been eating treats and um, hot dogs and leftovers um but i need her to eat her food for some how do i oh, say this consistency protein. <laughs> protein. for protein yes well and, make um, sure you throw in the puns because that's what gets her really excited okay i will throw in the puns for you allison Thank you. Tell her they're from me. They're <laughs> like, I'm whipping you up eggs. Just and then I put a little bit of cheese. Melted or? Very nice. No, just, some just shredded cheese. Not a lot, but then I mix it all with the dog food. 
because she really wants the cheese. So she'll like, you know, sniff out a little bit more than normal. Oh no, she can't. It's all coated, but yeah. Oh my gosh. I thought you were kidding when you were saying fixing the dog eggs. No, no. But you don't like scramble them ever or like cook them in any way. Like cook them? Yeah. So I cooked them today. Okay. Yeah, that's a spoiled dog. Oh. Mine's spoiled too. Don't get me wrong. Oh no. We grill meat that is specifically for her when we're grilling our own meat. And by we, I mean David. (laughs) Chicken quarters are like so cheap. But uh, if you can throw them on the grill, they're really good. Dogs love them. Supposedly they'll eat Even them raw steak. too. But... Like they crunch the bones. I don't do yeah. raw meat. Oh no, I don't want to hear that or see it. I don't want to hear it either. Yeah, that's a horrible no. sound. Okay, so this is like how this is gonna go. Like Allison and I are talking <laughs> about crazy shit and stuff. <laughs> so that's the introduction to the podcast. We've got like seven minutes left, and. I pasted in our session sheet. I don't think you're in there. I'll see you in there. I'm not. Um, I plugged in a top 10 from Jace Benson's news.pro site. So this is like the top 10 things that happened last week. And of course, top of the list is ServiceNow's Utah general. No, no, no. Early access. Early availability. Early access. So as I said at the top of the recording, I don't know if I recorded it. I was working, I was plumber for the weekend, so I did not get to spend as much time on Utah as I wanted to. Have you heard anything interesting yet? Not yet, but I did get invited, which I sent you an email earlier, to the CMA Immersion, um, Immersion, not Immersion, Immersion Week, that they're gonna have all the different product owners come and speak to us for two hours, twice a day for a week. So I'm hoping I'll get some really cool information from that too. It's all safe harbor, obviously, but sure. it's like a look forward from probably beyond Utah since that'll already be out by the time this is in March when they're doing the immersion week. Yeah, I feel like sometimes when I'm making videos or, or exploring something and showing a customer that I'm like super pumped and excited about it and using <laughs> customers, but the product team is like moved way on. Like they're just, oh, I'm oh, so yeah. scared of that. We're over that feature. Yeah. <laughs> They've moved on to the yeah. next thing. I still love when I'll show a customer something who like didn't know something existed out of box, like the change workbench. And they're like, oh my God, are you a witch? And I'm like, maybe look at this, like it, you own this. And it's, it's crazy. Like what they don't realize is there. Just, yeah. You know. That's a good point. Like there's, so I went to a, a webinar last week and I didn't go to it. I listened to it because I was, uh, there was another thing going on at work. So I was listening to both when one was less boring than the other. <laughs> Hope my <laughs> boss doesn't watch this. Um, and the, uh, it was about automation discovery, which is apparently ServiceNow. They like put this thing in your instance and it'll look at your data and say, you should probably automate this or you should use predictive intelligence Ooh. for that and make these recommendations. Like to your point, there's like, there's stuff that ServiceNow can do like at a core platform level. I guess Chain Workbench isn't really that. Um, yeah. Playbooks are a thing that comes to mind. Like not a lot of people go after to use yeah. playbooks, but they're really cool and they're really helpful. So. I feel like the playbooks help like for the change management piece, like OCM change management oh, yes. of like just learning and understanding, especially if they're brand new. Like, cause I've 
finally got to play with them. And I was like, these are definitely nice to have for people on a budget, but for the OCM component, like it's like step by step by step. Yeah. Speaking of that, very cool. I saw last week and I didn't know this, that the next experience um, in ServiceNow doesn't support guided tours. Did you know that? I didn't, but that's. I, to good. me, that's a, like the perfect OCM is like, yeah. hey, you're just landed here for the first time. Let's guide you through. And, and like every application now does it, it seems like. Yeah. Like it's non-service now. Yeah. yeah, I'm always like, please don't show again all the time. Okay, so what do we got to look forward to next week? Because Justin hasn't drafted a session doc yet, but I know that you've had a particular topic you may or may not want to talk about. Well, next week, I am going to be on a beach. Oh, crap. So, <laughs> I will not be thinking about service now at all. But the week after, I think it would be good. We've referenced chat GPT a couple times. And while I do think it's very cool, and I do think there's a place for it, I still don't think it can do a consultant's job or even solve all of our problems. But I think it's cool. I think they're positive. Or name a podcast. <laughs> or name a, it definitely cannot do that. Like at all. Like none of them were even really close. It but could have been the user. I, it could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have put it the same stuff. And I'm just, I think some people are seeing it as a way to like, I don't want to say get rid of jobs, but they're saying like, oh, we don't need, let's say a business consultant now because we can just ask the requirements of this. And I'm like, you can't though. Like you still need someone who can define it. Well, that'd be fun to talk about. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm not trying to plug my own stuff, but I actually <laughs> recorded a video for, um, service nerd, uh, who's another channel on YouTube and it's coming out Wednesday, the February 8th. Um, so if those of you familiar, that, that's a different channel, but it's basically, I walk through this the API, AI stuff that I've done and kind of explained the under the hood. And, um, and my takeaway message, and I'll say that here is really like, this should just be another tool in our toolbox. And like, hopefully we can talk more about how to make it part of our process, I guess, not, not replacing, but just part of what we do. Agreed. Which is what Bing is going to do, apparently. But we'll get into all that <laughs> next time. So so this is episode one, because Zero was last week, and we're still not sure whether they're going to publish any of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like inappropriate. <laughs> Most of it, yeah. Yeah, but we'll see. We might have some good laugh tracks or something from it. And, yeah. um, and the plan I is... I do have stuffed otters, by the way, in my closet from oh, when nice. I worked at my old job. <laughs> yeah, we still got. I still got to work on logos and music and... Uh, all that music? stuff. We gotta have an intro music, an outro music, maybe like a little drone shot of an, an owl and an otter, like <laughs> holding hands or holding hands, a feather. Just... <laughs> I say the little otter I have. Oh, where's his eyeballs? Um, here's the <laughs> okay, so she was not kidding. She really likes otters. <laughs> they were my spirit animal. For the totem. I have no owls around me. Hey, my ancestors could have been like, it is your spirit. No. <laughs> but if I could yeah, turn okay. my head like an owl, that'd be cool. Ooh. Have you ever seen the funny image of a wet owl? They're kind of creepy. Yeah, or like or when they're walking with their pants. 
No. No, I haven't seen that. I've seen like where it shows what an owl's body looks like versus the feathers. Yes. And that's, they're basically yeah, all feathers. True. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a screech owl in my neighborhood. I don't know if you've ever heard of screech owl. It's they don't yeah. screech. It's really different and it's kind of spooky. Um, I don't know why they it's call the it The Halloween screech. owl. That, was it the Halloween owl? Yeah, I guess I just it, think yeah. they sound like Halloween. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, there's one that goes around the neighborhood and I'll hear him hit it, them, she, I don't know. No specific gender. Maybe it's okay. <laughs> it, it, the owl, it, the owl. <laughs> cool. Well, this was good. We got to, we stuck to our 30 minutes, 31. That's okay. And uh, you'll be on vacation next week. And I'll cancel that <coughs> invite, by the way. So I, I'll get that off our calendars. And you need anything from me? I guess I could stop recording. I did put makeup on today.